This is Sky, and this is Raina, and, and we're, we're cousins. We created this platform to share our stories, to revisit memories and hopefully by unpacking them, we will leave each situation more empowered, more excited, more confident, more brave, more passionate, more healed. So our hope is that while we're healing and unpacking our own baggage, you're inspired to do the same. This is Unpack and Bounce Back. Let's dive in. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. I'm Sky. And I'm Raina. And today we will be discussing self-care. Um, now, when Raina first presented this to me, I was a little confused because I have a hard time defining the difference between self-love and self-care. So before we jump into this episode, I'd love if you kind of just break down, in your opinion, what the difference is. So um, I feel that self-care is um, a physical thing. I feel like it's preserving yourself, um, saving yourself, creating boundaries for yourself and for other people, um, respecting your boundaries once they're placed and respecting others. Um, and I feel like self-love is an internal thing. It's sort of, I guess it's the things that you do for the benefit of yourself, which can kind of get confusing because they're obviously they're very um, similar, but I feel like self-care are thing is something that you create. I feel like self-care is more like action based. It's action based and it's also like environment based. Okay. So self-care is the things that you do when no one's around. Self-care is the things that you do at home or self-care preserves self-love. Yeah. Cool. Because self-love, you can you can love yourself the way that you, you know, the way that you carry yourself outside in the world. Like, that's you loving yourself. That's you respecting yourself. That's mm. everything that, I guess, self-care um, sets you up for. Okay. Yeah. I like that. All right. And everybody can have their own opinion, but I like Raina's. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're going to dive right in. Why is self-care important to you? Self-care is important to me because... I feel like it keeps me specifically from going crazy. Yeah, me too. Like, I've learned a lot more about self-care after having a baby than I knew and had known before. Mm. Because after having a baby, you don't really have much time to yourself. And you don't get to really do many things. Like, before I had him, I could go to the grocery store, like... Easily, I could go to the gym whenever I wanted. I didn't have to like have a set routine. I didn't have to say um, every single day at 2 p.m. when someone comes to um, help me with the baby, I can now go to the gym for an hour before yeah. I have to come back home and do laundry or clean up or wash his um, wash the tub for him for later tonight, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's in it's important for me now because I feel like it gives me it gives me space to remember I'm there. Wow. Because because I have a fiance and because I have a baby and because like right now I'm living with my parents and because I have a dog um or with my mom. And I have a I have a dog that I have to walk at least twice every single day because he's expecting it now. 
I have to remember like, okay, take this second for yourself. And and some days I can't. Like there are days when I can't because I don't have someone to watch him or Mark's on tour out of town or whatever. And my mom has worked 12 hours a day. And, you know, Monday through Friday, all my closest friends or all my um, family members who normally would come on the weekend, they can't come. So mm-hmm. I just have to think, okay, within all of this time, how can you make time for yourself that'll help you throughout the week? Wow. Okay. And um, and so yeah, I I I feel like it's important because if not, you become angry. Mm. You become you you start to resent the people around you because you're like, how do you not see that I need help? Wow. Or or you start to wonder like, um, how come it can't be as easy? Um, for me as it is for someone else like you like for for example like if I'm on social media and I see other moms um, and I see them you know baby in crib like living their life going to the grocery store and it looks fun it looks happy like the baby's cool whereas sometimes like I have the moments where um, I still breastfeed Umi so he's still co-sleeping he's still not in his own crib so I'm up literally every hour of the night yeah so, like, you start to look at others and you're like, oh, like, I, I know I can't take him that far. Like, I, I always tell people I can't go over the hill. Yeah. Because if he's in the car for over a certain amount of time, he's going to get fussy and it's going to be really frustrating because there's nothing you can do. And, of course, you want to. you like, you don't want your baby crying. Yeah. So, so all of self-care just in general, it's just remembering yourself and sometimes even reminding others to remember you as well. Wow. <clears throat> I love that. I mean, obviously, I don't have a fiance or a child, so it's all about myself right now. <laughs> so my, it's funny because, you know, your idea of self-care is like, hold on, you guys need to still remember I'm my own person. Mine is more so I tend to just pour into others to the point where I feel like I'm always on E. Mm-hmm. So my self-care is just like, okay, like, <clears throat> even with comedy, it's giving to others. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I'm constantly making sure, are you laughing? Are you good? Do you have somewhere to stay? Do you need to borrow money? And so for me, my idea of self-care, you know, is more so less of remembering I'm there, but more so, okay, you've given to everybody. Do you have anything that you can give to yourself? You know? Right. But I, I think that's interesting. It's all about perspective and your and your life. Um, there's there's this one thing that you said so many years ago, and I don't know if you um, if you experienced this or if you like heard it from your dad. But there was this thing where you said that comedians are the saddest people in the world. Hundred percent. And I've always like since it you said you that, up, didn't it? it did, it did because <laughs> since you said it, like my perspective is so different. Like every time I see a comedian, like sometimes when I see Kevin Hart, I'm like, I just, I just know he wishes that he was a little bit normal some days. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. of course, he loves the money. Of course, the fame is cool for a certain amount of time. But, you know, like when you're going through these issues with your family yeah. or when they start to question you about like your last relationship that you haven't been in in over 10 years, yeah. you have those moments where you're just like, everything isn't a joke. Right. Yeah. And, and that like... Even comedians, you know, I, I always talk about that is like... I think self-care especially is important for comedians because it's just pouring into people and making sure like... Laughter is survival. Right. You know what I mean? It's okay, I could either be really depressed about this, or if I make a sick joke, it might make it a little bit better. And, right. you know, even 
when somebody or I'm going through something, I'm looking to make a joke so that the other person doesn't worry about me. Right. You know? And so it's it's weird because you get caught up in making sure everybody's laughing when you're in pain. Right. So it's like my self-care gets really serious. And yeah. a lot of comedians are very serious. Yeah. I meet a lot and they're like, it ain't all funny right now. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, let me have a moment for me because I've dedicated my entire life to giving mm-hmm. you, you know, joy. Like, comedians literally give you joy. They give you laughter. They give you joy. They keep you smiling, and it feeds something in you. So it's so important to be like, wait, 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 wait. Let me step back. Who made me laugh? Right. You know what I mean? Like, even with you saying, you know, you just want to be acknowledged that, like, somebody makes you feel special. For me, I love when somebody tells me a great story. Yeah. Like, that's self-care for me is getting, getting you know, able to sit back, kick my feet up, and watch somebody else entertain me. I'm like, yeah. this feels great because it's like we are always... It's so interesting. We're taking care it's, of people in different capacities, you know? Rem- I'm going to eat a chip. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of when we went to Masego's house. Mm-hmm. And he was so, ex- like, in the moment. When I, when, I when I said, yeah, um, so my cousin's going to come over real quick. Like, she wants, she wants to see Umi. And, like, you know, she's really chill. Like, you'll like her. He was like, oh, yeah. Like, I used to watch her Vine videos. But he was, he didn't really... <laughs> He just, in the moment, I guess, he really just took you as like, Vine, like, he didn't know who (laughs) you were. He never met you. He'd never come across you, anything. Yeah. But, of course, he was like, yeah, let her come through. But in his mind, he was like, okay, like, she's going to dip soon, whatever. But then when you got there, it was such a relief for him because he was like, yo, like, he was watching himself almost. And he was like, this is what I do. Yeah. This is what I I do when I go to other people's homes. And I get to enjoy somebody else for once and not be the entertainer because Masego's the funniest person you've ever met in your life but I'm sure it's exhausting yeah. to always be the entertainment yeah. you know so, to be expected yeah. to be the entertainment yeah. yeah yeah so I think what's interesting though with you and this is like kind of a sidebar is you have a lot of people who are attracted to you but I don't think that they're attracted to the fact that you're funny mm. but I think that that keeps them feeling like they have to stay attached to you because it's like they meet you and they just meet you like you're a kind person mm-hmm. or they meet you and you were the fun person at the at the bar or whatever yeah but then they learn that you're funny yeah and they feel like she's all of these things like I can't let her go it's also a high laughter is a high that's true you know it's like wait I I, I was in so much pain I met this person and I giggled. I want to feel that giggle again. It's a drug. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like every guy that I've dated has been like, you make me laugh and I'm addicted to that. You know? So for me, I end up on E all the time because I'm like, oh man. I mean, even, you know, during breakups, during heartbreak, during whatever, I make jokes and people love it. But it's also like I go home and I go, wow, I'm depleted. I have nothing left for me, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, it's so important to just figure out how to get back on. It's like an iPhone. You got to plug yourself up and get back. I love that. Self-care is plugging yourself back up. It's mm. literally recharging and being like, okay, the world has put me on E. How do I plug myself up yeah. and get back to green? Because right, right now I'm beeping right. on red and right. you have no clue. <laughs> yeah, because all day long you can, like, let's just say in the morning you have a meeting and then after the meeting you decide you're going to go to the gym and Mm -hmm. then after the gym 
you're going to call up one of your friends or even like a guy that you're dating to go to dinner. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you come home. So the way that you were carrying yourself all throughout the day, that was self-love. For you to even have or make that routine, that was Mm self-love. For for you to go to um, the gym and um, work out for two hours, like you said you would, that Mm -hmm. was you loving yourself. For you to go to the meeting, like, self-care brought you to the meeting but the way that you held your own in the meeting that was self-love Ooh, i like that yeah <laughs> i be learning from her y'all i just be sitting here i forget what i'm gonna just, i'm gonna say next and she's so pretty that you just be like yeah reyna i love that um <laughs> yeah no i love that because it, it really is it's like a, a triangle of discipline self-love and self-care and when you master the three you're like ah okay like have you ever found yourself of ups- upset with yourself for giving too much? 2019. Ding, 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 ding. 2019 was the year of upset with myself. Um, I gave everything. Mm-hmm. I gave all my money. My savings went from wasn't much, you know, whatever mm-hmm. couple thousand I had to $35 because mm-hmm. it was like, well, she needed it more than me. Or um you know, my self-care, a big part of preserving that is an, is an empty house or being able to walk around in my fucking underwear or, right. you know, cook in the kitchen and play the music. When I have a friend staying on the couch at all times, lending my money, you know, oh, sure, I'll do your makeup for this. Oh, sure, you need me to shoot behind the scenes at your birthday party. Oh, sure, you need me to help plan this. Mm-hmm. I had nothing left. It was, remember, I told you, I literally ended up posting on my social media. I have nothing left, you guys. Mm-hmm. I need my friends to give me some space because I couldn't recharge. Nothing was working. Right. Nothing was making me feel like there's enough for Sky. It felt like, oh, I don't even I, I don't even feel good right now being around anyone because I'm on E and right. nothing is working, you know? How do you forgive yourself? Like like out so forgiving in this sense would be like how do you decide no more? I'm going to take the necessary steps to to stopping that. Mm. And how do you say I'm going to learn from this and forgive yourself? Rather than beat yourself up like, oh, I did it again. Oh, I'll be sucking myself. Don't get it twisted. I'll be like, yo, somebody slap her. Um, I don't learn my lesson until I hit rock bottom with everything in my life. Mm. I don't know how to change my habits until it's messed up my life. Um, You know, we'll have talks and you'll be like, okay, girl, boundaries. I'm like, girl, shut up and mind your business. Um, And then, you know, I have no boundaries. And then I'm like, Raina. She's like, "Uh uh-uh, don't even bring that over here, girl. I got a child. I'm like, I have your child, Raina, please. Um, I don't learn my lesson until I let people suck me dry or I let them hurt me to the point of no return. And so I think 2019, I got fed up. And it was to the point where I can always squeeze out a joke. I mean... Mm -hmm. I could feel like I'm dying and find a really good moment and be like, wait, <laughs> but y'all, isn't this funny? I could not find anything for anyone because I was like, you don't even deserve a joke from me. And that wasn't even me. Like, I was like, wait, I have literally nothing to give. Like, even when I want to make a joke, it, it doesn't even exist there because I feel so tired that I just want to go home and sleep, which I wasn't doing a lot of, right. which I wasn't, you know, just sitting around. I felt like I was always on go, always out, happy hour, this, the mm-hmm. gym. It's like, go home for a second and that's interesting you say that because sleep is a huge factor of self-care yeah and mm-hmm. of course when you're younger you really don't understand it or like mm-hmm. you look up to people who are like successful or whatever yeah and they're i like, never sleep i never yeah, sleep exactly. for a week exactly. no, baby. and it's like no you're gonna 
crash. <laughs> You're gonna crash and burn <laughs> with that mentality. Like I've I've had to learn that over the last yeah. 18 months because I get no sleep now and I'm like, I see the effects. Like yeah. I see that I'm a little bit more aggravated in the day. I sleep like 10 hours a day. <laughs> I go to bed at 8 p.m. I wake up at like 9.45 a.m. It's like sleep affects everything yeah. you know and and understanding that the hustle can wait that's self-care yeah. is like if you really were productive your entire day you did enough and if anything if you were productive all day mm-hmm. by 7 30 you're gonna be tired yeah i i can get in the bed at 9 p.m and be like oh what a great day because if i really had a wonderful workout right. if i really sprinted to and from the gym if i cooked a meal went to the grocery store worked on my characters spoke on the phone updated did emails mm-hmm. i'm tired yeah you know but i think everybody they want the hustle overnight and they think not sleeping is going to give it to you. It's not. And everyone has a different idea of how hustling looks. Yeah. Because I feel like we come from school and we're in school for nine hours a day, mm-hmm. probably even longer. Mm-hmm. Some of us stay after school. Some of us go to tutoring. Some of us have a sport after school, like all our lives. Mm-hmm. And then we graduate and then we decide to go to college and get a job. So the job has a 12 hour shift or Mm -hmm. eight hour shift. And so once you're in this, in this space of like, okay, you know what? I have to take care of myself. I have to work on my craft. I have to choose career over job. Mm -hmm. You, you let it all go. And then you sit there and you're like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. Like you're hungry for like physical interaction. You're hungry for for movement. Idle time also makes you feel like you could be hustling, but sometimes mm -hmm. it's just good idle time. Sometimes it's just resting. Yeah. And if you, if you, we talk about this all the time. If you work smarter, Mm -hmm. you don't have to work harder. Now there will be days that, you know, like if I'm on set, there's 16 hour days, there's 20 hour days, but in the same there's some days that I just chill because mm-hmm. I worked so smart right. that I got everything done. Right. Everybody thinks that every moment of the day you have to hustle. That's not taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Yeah, no. I wish you sleep. Yeah, you no, know what I mean? no, seriously. Like, I really do. And of course, there there's people who have have to go to school and then after school they have a job and then after yeah. the job they come home and then they're actually working on their craft yeah kudos to you but you gotta even with that you gotta make even if it's 30 minutes to say a bubble bath yeah you gotta make time yeah. which which i mean i guess will lead us into what do you do for self-care because i think a lot of people think you have to have tons of time to do it right. it's like it's not something that has to consume your entire day you could get creative mm-hmm. you know like like for me um a lot of my self-care is just, you know, sometimes it's just doing my toes. Like, it's therapeutic for me to just file my nails sometimes mm-hmm. or to do a face scrub, you know, or or um, to listen to a song that I love. Like, it's like self-care doesn't have to be a five-hour process. I think it really just, you know, like my top is definitely face mask. Mm-hmm. Um, I love mixing turmeric and honey, putting it on my face. Putting on a show that I like, my guilty pleasures, whether, you know, he's watching Jocelyn Hernandez, shout out to Love of Hip Hop, <laughs> or, um, you know, or just you on Netflix. I don't know. Putting on a show with my face mask or um, I have these exfoliating gloves that are that were $2 mm-hmm. that you put on your hands in the shower and you just scrub your whole body. And I'm a firm believer when I feel things shedding on my body, it feels renewing to me. Yeah. Um, when I'm losing dead skin yeah. or it feels new. Yeah. You know, it's like when you cut your hair or getting a wax or something, yeah. you're like, 
something's off of me and I feel new. Mm -hmm. So I do the body scrubs. I, you know, cook a healthy meal and play gospel Mm -hmm. because it's like what we're digesting is self-care. Like, are you listening to music that's like, you should die, you should die, you should die. Or I should die. Right. Like, it's like, so put on some music that says, I am grateful while you're cooking, you know, Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, sometimes sometimes self-care is crying. Mm -hmm. I go to the gym and I might look crazy on the treadmill. (laughs) I'm like, and people are going to mind their business and let me get my goddamn cry on, you know, Um, or just dancing. Uh, We talked about that at lunch today is like, I I dedicate 30 minutes a day to dancing Mm -hmm. every single day. It does not matter. That is, that is important to my schedule. As much as it is, I dedicate, you know, I will, I have to laugh until my stomach hurts every day. Mm-hmm. It's a requirement. Even when I'm depressed, I'm going to find a joke, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have to laugh until it hurts, and I have to dance every single day, you know? Whether it's putting on, you know, Mulatto or my favorite song, write this down, Tenny, T-E-N-I, Case. That song cured my depression, <laughs> along with therapy and a lot of money. But um, Peter Piper, I will put on songs that just make me want to dance. And it's right. crazy how you can elevate your own mood mm-hmm. and, and the power of thought and the power of speaking. Like, so I'm going to feel better when I listen to this. Let me do it. I dance for at least 30 minutes a day. And the joy that I feel, mm-hmm. I can't even explain it. You I know? watched this documentary. Well, so first it was a book. Okay. Um, and it was... Wait, a book? What's that? It was a a book. I know, I'm kidding. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Not really a reader. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't remember the exact name, but it was, it was, I want to say it was called like Tidy or something, something about having a tidy space. Okay. And when Umi was first born, he never let me watch the TV. He never wanted the TV on anything. I I found this, um, she, so the... The writer, her name is Marie Kondo, I think. She had... Oh, um, I've seen her before. Have you seen her? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she did a documentary about, um, or like a little series about tidying people's homes. Mm-hmm. So I put it on one day just because I had... Something told me, like I felt like the walls were caving in on me. I felt wow. so cluttered. Like probably because I had Umi and like we had all these baby shower gifts and we had all this stuff that was so new, but it was all sitting in, in our um, garage. I just felt so miserable, so in- anxious, so disgusting. Mm-hmm. So I turned this show on and Umi actually let me watch it. I watched like two or three episodes. But when I saw how at peace she looked just cleaning other people's spaces, mm. I was like, okay, I think that that's something that I'm going to have to add into my into my schedule because before then umi was probably like four months from the moment that he was born to four months i probably had cleaned up the house like four times did you have no time i had no time and then luckily there were moments where like before i woke up in the morning or if i went to um ralph's or wherever with umi mark was like i'll clean up you're good Mm because he he loves cleaning too Mm -hmm. which is amazing Mm -hmm. so i would leave and he would just he felt i guess guilty and he was like i'm just gonna clean up the whole house Mm -hmm. or it got to the point where maybe umi was like eight months old and i had made this habit now to add cleaning in so at this point, I wanted it to be clean all the time. So whenever all his toys were all over the all over the floor, it started to create anxiety for me. Yeah, clean space, clean brain. Exactly. Yeah. So that was, I think, that was my biggest and greatest um, lesson of last year, and also um, form of self care 
because it helped me so much like mm. of course every single day like you you learn from young from when your mom is cleaning up constantly mm-hmm. you you learn these things and you're like okay when i get my own place obviously i have to clean yeah um if i'm living with somebody else i'm gonna have to like especially if they're a clean person and yeah. they like things clean you're gonna have to like adjust and figure it out it kicks in different though when you get your own place cleanliness mm-hmm. You couldn't pay me to do a dish when I lived with my mom. I was like, yo, dish is not fun. Right. Then I get into my place and I'm like, oh my God, I made <laughs> eggs 40 minutes ago. This is disgusting. You really start to want your space clean because it affects your mental health. And then you start habits that your parents had when you were mm-hmm. younger where like after you make uh, beans or something, you're like, put water in it now so that it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> We're old. We're old. Our 16-year-old viewers are like, boring, click, changing it to someone funner. Um, You're going to want to clean too, even the young listeners. Oh, yeah. Um, Yeah, you start to develop habits that you know are affecting your mental health. Mm -hmm. And and knowing yourself well enough to be like, wait, when there's clothes on my floor, I feel a little unhappier. Like awful. (laughs) It's like when you get home from an event and you tore up your room getting ready <laughs> you're like this is the worst day this ever there's makeup everywhere there's a flat iron unplugged there's this and you're just you feel gross because if your you know space is not clean your brain is not clean it's like really taking the time to care about yourself enough to clean your space that's another thing like if i know that i have somewhere to be that's important where i am doing my makeup or where i am doing my hair and i know that i know there's going to be a lot of product in it or i know there's going to be a lot of um you know, just strands for my hair falling, I make sure to get ready at least 20 minutes earlier than I normally would have to get there on time because I need that extra 20 minutes to clean up. To clean up. Because when I get home, I do not want the sink to be dirty. I will Mm -hmm. kill myself. Like, (laughs) because especially now, I go to bed so young, I mean, so early that if I get home at, let's say my bedtime is 9 p.m., if I get home at 8 45 I have 15 minutes to wash my face and washing my face is a huge it takes a it's a process Mm -hmm. like I do exactly like I do not want to just wipe my face and then lay down because I will feel terrible meanwhile I'm like in bed and lashes like it was a good night (laughs) it was a good night man we'll worry about in the morning (laughs) you can tell who's engaged (laughs) I'm like yeah man wake up with makeup everywhere whatever I cannot Mm. and and another thing is another way that I like learned to to take care of myself was when Umi was about three to four months I got postpartum alopecia so Mm. my edges were disappearing and I was like what the hell side note Raina has the thickest hair and the (laughs) most hair you've ever seen in your life so this was a lot to this was so scary yeah but also because I'd never I've never heard of this before like I didn't know what was going on but then I noticed that it was happening to his hair too and for for the people listening who don't know what alopecia is it's when your hair starts um, thinning and shredding. Okay. For for I mean, obviously the re- the reason would be that you have this condition, mm-hmm. but in your mind you're like for no real reason. Like yeah. you're like I've been doing the same There's thing like bald for the spots, last. Like your hair mm-hmm. starts coming out at like alarming rates, right? Yeah, and yeah. you're and you're just wondering like 
what the hell, where did this come from? You yeah. don't even know. Yeah. So, so eventually I learned that um, this is a very common thing after mm-hmm. having a baby. Um, and it's, it's common in women just in general. Mm-hmm. Like even if you haven't had a baby, sometimes um, it's, it's sparked by stress. Mm-hmm. But mine specifically, obviously after the whole postpartum definition was I had my, I constantly had my hair in such tight buns. I had it, like, whether it was a high bun or a low bun, it always had to be super silky straight and strong. Okay, well, that's enough of this episode <laughs> um, because my edges are on the way out the door. <laughs> I'm feeling triggered. Are we done here? <laughs> that I was like, <clears throat> oh, my gosh, I can't wear my hair. I can't wear my hair like this anymore. Yeah. So I let my hair down, and I at this point, I wasn't, like, wrapping it constantly, and I didn't have, like, a bonnet or anything. I would only do that if I, like, had my hair silky straight or if I had my hair braided. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So I'm, like, waking up in the morning, and there's hair on my pillow. And my pillow isn't silk. Oh, my God. At the, t- at the time. So Insert black girl gasp. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yo, what is happening? And then Umi's hair was also shedding. So I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. So I hit my midwife and I was like, what's going on? Like, so she's like, add in, um, what did she say? Black, Jamaican black castor oil. Castor oil. She was like, shea butter. Um, she's giving me all these things to put in my hair. I'm doing it. Like, it's falling more and more. So I am freaking out. Um, what did I try? I tried rice water. Mm-hmm. I've tried so many things. And I was like, okay, none of this is working. So what can I do? So I I challenged myself mm-hmm. to make sure that every single night your hair is in a braid, if not two. So mm-hmm. every single night since that moment, since Umi was four months, so it's been 14 months now, I do not go to sleep unless my hair is braided. Whether that be French braids, whether it be one long braid in the back, like I wow. make sure that my hair has to be braided and I have to have a wrap on my hair. So your nighttime routine is a really big form of self-care for you. Huge. Because then, I, because I, if I don't do that, I'll be laying down like nursing Umi and I'm like, okay. 20 more minutes, 20 more minutes, 20 more minutes, 20 more minutes. I'm going to get up in 20 minutes, extremely quiet, so he doesn't wake up. And I have to put my hair in braids. And there's moments where he wants to nurse for an hour. Wow. So from that 20-minute mark to the hour mark, I'm freaking out. Like, I'm upset. I'm freaking out. So I make sure, even if he's crying for five minutes, before I lay him down, I have to braid my hair. It's something you have to do for you. Yeah. Yeah. I have to do it. Wow. So what other, because, I mean, obviously you're a little bit more tidy and organized than me, but that's okay. <laughs> some of us are engaged. Some of us are hurting. Um, what do you do besides washing your face, having your routine, knowing the products that you like? Are there any other things that you do that you go, okay, I feel really relieved and that poured into me? You know, because mine are a lot of like, like I said, the body scrubs, the face mask. I love like spa treatments mm-hmm. and quiet time. Like for me, silence. And, and just doing those things. What what else do you do for you that, that makes you feel that? I love exfoliating. I know. We scrub, though. Until, I- <laughs> we scrub until we're bleeding and our flesh is showing. We're like, ooh, I think I got all the layers. I'm bleeding. If I don't, like, so I have a facial lady, and she she always she's always telling me, make sure that you exfoliate at least three times a week. Mm-hmm. So before this, I would just have, like, a normal facial wash, and I would use that seven days a week. 
Okay. So then she, I, I bought an exfoliator from her. And after, like, after the exfoliating period, I feel so good. Like, New. I can go to sleep yeah. and feel so great about myself. Yeah. No nightmares tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow when it's not exfoliating day. <laughs> that, and then after that, I have this, um, it's like a coconut mo- moisturizer. Mm-hmm. After the exfoliating or just like on a regular night, like putting that on and having the moist and then it's sucking sucking in. So it's like dry. You pat yeah. it and it's like a little sticky, but it's Your dry. face just absorbs all of it. You feel amazing. That alone just makes me feel amazing. Even doing that in the morning. Like before so you go to sleep. we're both a lot of physical though. Yeah. Yeah, we're a lot of physical self-care. Because to me, that's, that's the small stuff. Yeah. On top of that, like... At least once a week, I have to do, I, I mean, not just once a week, but at least once a week, I have to do laundry, I have to fold, and I have to, <laughs> and I have to make sure that I put the clothes up after I fold them. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and yeah. in the process of doing laundry, <laughs> I make sure that I throw out at least one thing. You know, Wow. Self-care for some is laundry. For others, it's reusing used panties, you know? And whatever it is for you, (laughs) self-care is how to avoid doing laundry on my end. And yours is like, you fold, you put away, color color code your closet. Like, you really are organized. I've become. Wow. I've I've become. (laughs) She said, I'm engaged, bitch. Did you not hear me? I'm grown. But That's crazy. But Mark isn't organized. Okay, yin yang. And seeing that, yeah, killed me to the <laughs> point where I had to be organized for the both of us. I had to wow. love myself enough for the both of us because wow, seeing how un like he's a very clean person. Yeah, but after he washes, he's not gonna fold immediately. Yeah, and even if he does fold immediately, like he's gonna throw them in drawers, and the drawers are gonna be stuck, and I'm not gonna be able to pull nothing out of it. Like it drives <laughs> my me guy. nuts. My <laughs> guy sounds like my guy. <laughs> wow, habits, and when you're in love, you have to meet somebody where you know yeah. they they lack, and mm-hmm. vice versa. So that's that's really interesting. Um, wow. So another fair. thing, another thing is. Clearing out space in your phone. <laughs> what you mean? Clearing out space so bef- you don't even get to the point where you're trying to take a picture and it's like no more space. Okay. So whether that be clearing out conversations. Yes. Not important. It, of course, keep the important ones. But we all have stuff to clear out But we phones. all have little, hey, how you doing? What you doing? Trying to link blah, 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 blah yeah. for like a day. And yeah. then we don't talk to that person again for the next six months. Yeah. Clear it out. Clear it out. Clear it out. Mm-hmm. Or like if you buy something and then it sends you a receipt on your phone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're triggering me. I'm done with this. <laughs> clear it out. Yeah, clear it out. Because you don't need it. Check your subscriptions too. A lot of people buy apps and never look back at what they mm-hmm. bought mm-hmm. and you're getting charged and, and you don't know it. Check that on your phone. Yeah. Um, what is the weirdest thing? Like, like I have really weird things that make me feel like, whoo, like I'm brand new. Like when I use Drano. On a clogged sink, <laughs> I can't express to you the feeling of watching the clog disappear. It's like, it feels like I'm a new woman. Do you have any weird quirks where you're like, the average person would not feel so fantastic doing this, but this makes me feel so new? Like, I love Drano. When I have a clog, I just, I can't even believe how excited I am to use it. Let me think. 
I don't think so. I don't think so, but... Or anything that really just excites you and you're just like, this is so weird. Why is this weird thing bringing me so much joy? But it just makes you feel good. Um, I would say, so sometimes we take baths or take take showers. Mm-hmm. I think mine is, which also just goes into the whole organization. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like mine is making sure that maybe like an hour or two hours after you take a shower, like after it's dried down a little, you clean it up immediately. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Or like, for example, if I'm giving Umi a bath and then I know that his hair or whatever is going to be all over the bathtub, I'll make sure to like get him bathed after everything. And then the water goes down and I'll just spray solution around the tub. Okay. So that it's already there and I don't have to clean. And when I put water on it, maybe the next day or two days later or whatever, it's already set there and I can just like rinse it and it's good. So almost pre-cleaning satisfies you because you know you already started the process. It's like when you braid your hair and you roll up the hair on the floor. Yeah. Can you relate to me on that one? (laughs) I can. My black girls, do you hear me right now when you get your hair braided? Even in the shower. Like when you you take hair out of your head. Uh Uh-huh. And then you like put it to the side for a second. This is disgusting. But you put it to the side for a second. Second few days, yeah. <laughs> got, got a little hair in my shower right Wind, now. Winding it around your fingers. It's satisfying. Rather than like it being all over the yes. place in the corner. Okay, I knew we were cousins. Thank you for that. Okay, great. Everybody listening is like, oh my God, this is really taking a left. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel pretty, pretty pleased with this self-care discussion. Do you have anything else you want to discuss? Um, I think I've already embarrassed myself enough. <laughs> People will definitely look at me different. Is there anything else that you you can say um or any advice you can keep you can give to others um about self-care like um do you feel like you've given enough of what you do to make yourself feel good on a daily basis you know I, I think um we really know a lot about ourselves and mm-hmm. what makes us feel good we really pay attention to ourselves I think to anybody listening um feel free to try the things that feel good to us but really start paying attention to yourself like wait when i did that that made me really happy i got to do that more or mm-hmm. when i eat this healthy food like you know there might be a fruit that you eat and you go i feel so great when i eat that fruit are you paying attention to what your body is telling you it yeah. likes are you paying attention to the things that make you feel lighter when i clear out photos in my phone and then delete them from the trash i feel better when mm-hmm. i you know go through emails and clear out junk i feel better mm-hmm. you know self care i guess my biggest thing is it looks different for everybody mm-hmm. you know like <laughs> you like to fold I like to throw it in the drawer. That's my self-care. But I know exactly where it is. Um, But I think it's like, it really is, I encourage you, especially everybody in this generation swears, I know exactly who I am. We're all still figuring it out. Some people know a little bit more about themselves than others. But if you know you don't really know yourself that well, start paying attention to things you do that feel good and just add it into your routine. Or... If you think of something you haven't done in a while, try it out and be Mm -hmm. like, I haven't done a face mask or I've never done a face mask. Like, I think you got to just, it's so different for everyone. Um, Do you have anything that helps you um, clear space and like release stress and relieve anxiety immediately? Do you have anything that you do to just help yourself come back to a still and relaxed place? Like, it may be a pep talk or a, okay, Sky, like, chill. Like, is there anything that you say to yourself or you do? Um, incense. The second okay. I go home, I think it's a mixture between silence because there's so many voices in my head already. I don't need to talk to anybody else. 
Incense and silence. I mm. think that's the quickest. And then for me, uh, just like we talked about shedding, the sauna feels great to me because mm-hmm. even though I can't see the toxins, I know my body is purging things that it doesn't like. Mm-hmm. And that makes me feel like I'm healing. Mm-hmm. Um, so the sauna is definitely something that even the thought of it makes me want to cry. That's weird. I don't know why. Uh, weird. <laughs> Therapy. Um, yeah, it's like the sauna feels like I'm shedding. And I mm-hmm. love that feeling. I think that's why we like exfoliating. That's mm-hmm. why we like getting rid of old clothes. It's like a snake. You know what I mean? You, you, we ain't no snake. But, um, you know, when you shed layers, you feel lighter. And mm-hmm. so my biggest, I definitely think would be incense because aromatherapy, mm-hmm. huge. If you get, you know, um, eucalyptus for your shower and put it on the walls, that's mm-hmm. self-care. Lavender, if you're struggling with sleeping, naturally a sleep aid, you know, here peppermint. I go. <laughs> here peppermint I go. oil. Yep, peppermint and lavender. Yeah, like there's so many natural oils that can bring you peace that I think the more you just look into little, you know, life hacks, the mm-hmm. easier it becomes. But um, but yeah, for me, naturally, it would be changing the scent in the room. So mm-hmm. um, aromatherapy or incense and the sauna because I love releasing you know or just drinking something that I know is good for me like a green tea or something I know my body's happy with me and when my body's happy with me I'm happy that's a good one that's a good one I feel like drinking a lot of water or however much makes you feel satisfied is really big and important Mm -hmm. part of Mm self-care because some days like not me but I used to do this Mm -hmm. I would forget to drink water Mm -hmm. and then the next day I would feel my body could feel the dehydration it's begging it's like yeah (laughs) literally like you're craving a pine like some pineapple or like you're craving watermelon or something and fruit yeah Yeah. Raina taught me that is how much water is in fruits and stuff you don't have to to um just down a gallon Mm -hmm. to prove you drink water and if anything anybody listening please please listen to this you are not doing good for your body by downing water very quickly your Mm -mm. body goes into shock and doesn't process the water so if you're listening to this and you're like oh let me get my gallon down in four minutes your body's like whoa 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 right this is way too much liquid Mm -hmm. drink your water throughout the day so your body can process it you're causing more harm than good Mm-hmm. By by when you see people at the gym who just don't even breathe, I'm like, yeah, no. <gasps> your body's going into shock. <laughs> like if you have a hard time drinking water, what? I mean, she's vegan, so what? What things have a lot of water? I mean, I know cucumber. Well, so uh, another thing before I respond is eating your water is so much healthier than drinking it. Like eating watermelon, melons in general have a lot of water. Watermelon, mm-hmm. cantaloupe, honeydew, um, oranges have a lot of water. Um, grapes have a lot of water, a cucumber, like you said, uh, pineapple has a lot of water. I think tomatoes have a lot of water. There's a lot of fruits and and foods in general that have a lot of water, but eating it is so much better in today's age than drinking it because we're consuming so much from these plastic bottles. And sometimes Mm. we're not drinking the right kind of water. So we don't even realize, like if you look on your, um, on your water bottle on the label, uh, sometimes, or a lot of times there's actually more ingredients than just water in the water. Ah! And that's scary. Like there'll be chloride. Yeah. In your water. That's why you gotta do the sauna. You gotta sweat mm -hmm. it out, period. Mm -hmm. Because toxins. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so for me, um, the one thing that I do every time I feel like anxiety or weight building up in my chest, Mm -hmm. I close my eyes and I tell myself, still, stay still. Mm. And then I say, just breathe, be still. 
and I bring myself back to the moment. I try my best not to think about what happened yesterday. I try my best not to think about what I'm going to wear tomorrow at so-and-so's baby shower. I try not to think about what time Mark's coming home tonight. I try not to think about Umi's play date tomorrow or the next day. Stillness. I just sit there and I and I I literally do not open my eyes until I feel like there's a straight line and I say be still. Be steady. We might Be just calm. need five seconds of stillness right now. I'm not <laughs> even joking. Let's do it. Close your eyes. All right. I'm closing one. <clears throat> Close your eyes and mm-hmm. just look in the middle. Be still. Be calm. Stay steady. Everything that's important is happening right now. Release it. Release it. Is it gone yet? You just put a spell on me. That was amazing. We're going to have to do a guided (laughs) meditation episode. I think we need to do that for sure. And you just let it go. Wow. I hope you guys did that with us. If not, just rewind. Um... And then you open your eyes and you just, you, it's like you have much more appreciation for the moment. Yeah. And your breath and, and yeah. And you, and you start to breathe, you breathe through it. You breathe slower, slower, longer. Yeah. And sometimes I'll even do take a deep breath. Yeah. And then I give it 10 seconds and then I exhale and I exhale for 10 seconds and then I do it again. I do that for a minute, and my breathing after that is phenomenal. I feel so much better. Do you ever breathe in something and exhale something? I never did that until this well late last year, where they were like, imagine you are breathing in joy and light with your eyes closed, mm-hmm. and you're breathing out darkness. And I started mm-hmm. to, because I'm a very visual person, Sheesh. I started to literally think I was breathing out black smoke. And I took that as negative energy and whatever, and I was breathing in yellow and breathing in lavender because I see a lot in colors. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, everything it works different for different people, but they'd say breathe in lavender mm-hmm. and yellow and you see the color and breathe out the smoke. And it's like, that's your bad vibes, your bad thoughts. That's Woo! so heavy. All right, y'all. We can't get too deep on this. Raina, do you have a challenge for us this week? You know, every episode we have a challenge for you guys. This week is brought to you by Raina. What's the challenge? So to, this week's challenge is to, ded- to dedicate time to stretching for at least 10 minutes a day. Give it to us one more time. Dedicate this entire week to stretching for 10 minutes a day. And any kind of stretching, just anything that feels good. Do you have any tips for stretching for people who are at home and are like, Ugh. You can look up um, fast yoga or Pilates anywhere on YouTube or online in general. Okay. And then if it if you feel like this will make you um, more excited to stretch, it could be cool to... Um, like turn on the most relaxing music you have or Mm -hmm. to look up um a guided meditation or spa music you can google spa music relaxing music youtube or to shut off everything Mm. to shut off all the music to close your windows close your blinds be in a dark space and just stretch 
Stretch mm-hmm. your legs, stretch your arms, try to stretch your back as much as you can. Don't One, forget to breathe. And don't forget to breathe. One yeah. thing that I love about stretching my whole body or my back is I love to um, lay on my bed and then go over to the edge and um, almost like, so I'm laying my back to the bed and I put my hands behind me and I put them on the floor so that I can just open the whole space in my back. Almost like um, you're making a C with your body, kind mm-hmm. of? Okay. So my face is faced to the ceiling. Okay. Or like to the wall behind me. My my hands are on the floor and my... Um, oh, you're hanging off of the bed. I'm hanging off of hanging the bed. Hanging off of the bed. And my legs are still on the bed. Okay. That our our will- freaky listeners are like, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Raina hanging off of a bed. <laughs> <laughs> but that will open your whole diaphragm. Okay, so hanging off the bed, hands on the floor, face up, and deep breathing. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all, you heard it. Challenge of the week. Dedicate one week to stretching, 10 minutes a day. Uh, you can look up guided stretches, easy Pilates. Um, nobody likes somebody who cannot be self-sufficient, so we can't give you all the answers. Look on YouTube, look on Google. You're grown, we're grown. If you're not grown, I'm sure you're old enough to know how to do that um so make sure you dedicate the time to the challenge of the week because we want to better ourselves while you're bettering yourselves as well um i think that's it this has been another awesome episode of unpack and bounce back discussing self-care i'm sky and i'm Rena, and we'll see you guys next time Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Unpack and Bounce Back. If you're in the mood to share, send over to a friend. Press subscribe for more content. And please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Unpack and Bounce Back. And remember, it's the letter N, not A-N-D. Until next time.